Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Come on, y'all. Good morning. It's who I am. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 
Thank you for being perfect in all your ways. Thank you, Father God, for who you are. Thank you, Father God, that we are loved by you. Thank you, Father God, that we are loved by you. Thank you, Lord God, that, my God, you love us and you love us so well. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for grace. Thank you for peace. Thank you for love. My God. Thank you, Lord God, you are perfect in all of your ways. Thank you, Lord God, you are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. And we are so loved by you. Father God, I thank you that we get a revelation today. Don't you want, want, want more of God? My God, don't you want more of God? Can I tell you something? It's not enough for you to want more of God for everybody else. And you don't ask him to experience like that. You like you need that experience with God. You've been praying for your children. You've been praying for your community. My God, it's time for you to pray like that for yourself. God, I want more of you. Come on now. I want to experience more of you. Ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh, I need to experience more of you, Lord God. I want more of you. I want more of you. I want more of you. Ooh, I declare that that you put that in your notes today. My God, I decree and declare over your life today that you just have an insatiable appetite for the things of God. Lord God, I want more of you. Can you type that out today in the comments? My God, can you imagine if everybody makes the same petition and request how he may show up today? Lord God, I want more of you. Lord God, I want more of you. I want to experience your unexplainable. My God. I want more of you. I want more of your presence. Not just the tangible thing of God, but like the supernatural, his presence. Lord, I want more of you. Lord, I want more of you. Yeah, yeah. Put it in the comments. My God. Lord, I want more of you. Father, I want more of you. God, I need more of you. Lord, I want more of you. My God, Lord, I want more of you. Lord God, let me experience the unexplainable. Come on, y'all. Let me experience the unexplainable. Oh, my God. Let me experience the unexplainable. Explainable, not just for, it's good. You're supposed to be the intercessor. I appreciate you being the intercessor. But it's time for you to experience the more of God for yourself. You you haven't experienced all. Can I tell you it's levels to this? It's going to be levels to this until the day of you die. You ought not ever be satisfied. Ooh, come on now. You ought not ever be satisfied with where you are with God. You ought not ever become complacent with where you are with God. No, Lord God. 
I want more of you. Lord God, I want more of you, Lord. Oh, come on now. Let's put a demand on them. Father God, we want to experience more of you. King of glory. Oh, I want more of you. I want more of you, Father God. We long to live in your presence all day long. Yeah, Lord, let us experience the unexplainable. Lord, we want to experience you as healer. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, we want to experience you. My God, we want to bask in your presence. Oh, Lord God, my God, my God. Lord God, we want to experience, Father God, more of you, more of you. My God, more of you, more of you. Father God, as Moses said, show us your glory. Ooh, let us manifest your glory. Let us walk in your glory. Let us live in your glory. Do not let us be dormant. Oh, Jesus. As Jesus spoke to Lazarus, oh, get up. <laughs> my God, my God, wake up. Oh, Holy Spirit, wake us up. Arise, women of God. Arise, men of God. My God, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, and arise. Oh, Lord God, I thank you. Lord God, I bless you. Lord God, I praise you. Lord God, I magnify you. Lord, I want to experience more of you, more of your glory, more of your peace, more of the Holy Spirit. Lord God, saturate us in your presence. Oh my God, saturate us in your presence. I'm going to say this one more time because I feel this so strong. Can you just declare it in the comments? Can everybody get in alignment with each other and place in the comments, Lord God, I want more of you. Oh my God. I hear the Lord God say, I'm available to you. Ooh, I hear the Lord God say, I'm available for new experiences. I hear the Lord God saying, lean not into your own understanding. I hear the Lord God saying, my ways are not your ways. My, my God, my ways are not your ways. My ways are not your ways. Ooh, his ways are not your, my, what if this, I'm going to say this because I feel this thong in my spirit. What if this one type, this one act of obedience to come outside yourself and to put the words in the comment shifted your whole atmosphere. Ooh, what if your decision to obey God, Lord, I want more of you, just to place it in the comments shifted your whole atmosphere. Ooh, God, what if this one act of obedience, my Lord, I want more. Ooh, it might mean you got to let go of your bed. My God, Lord God, ooh, I want my God, more of you. And then in your journal, put a date on it. Ooh, put a date on it. Because what you're doing is you're making yourself available. Ooh, we put, we can push and squish and limit and place God in a box. My God. And, and miss 
the total experience of God. I don't want to miss the experience of God. I don't want to miss the power of God. Now, this morning, I'm decreeing and declaring. I'm making my statement public. I'm going to obey what you're saying this morning. Lord God, I want more of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your act of obedience. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I hear the Lord saying, thank you for your act of obedience. Ooh, I know some, some of you never comment. And I know it's because you're watching. It's not that you're not watching. You just kind of you just kind of lay back in the cut. You just kind of listening. You just kind of taking your notes. But when the Lord asks us, when the Holy Spirit presses upon us to do something this morning, do exactly what he asks you to do. Lord, I want more of you. Let, do exactly what he asks you to do. My God, nothing out, nothing outside of like, Lord, I want more of you. Victoria, we can't, we can't miss God in this. We can't afford to miss God in this season. We can't afford to be complacent. We can't afford to cap God off. We can't afford to stuff God in a box in this season. We can't afford to stay in the same places. The scripture has been coming up in my spirit all morning when Jesus came and spoke to Lazarus. Oh my God. I thank you, Father God. My God, the rising of Lazarus was a miracle. Come on now. And it's only accounted for in one in one gospel. And that's John 11, 1 and 44. Oh, come on now. My God, my God. And Jesus comes to the tomb. Ooh. Holy Spirit, speak this morning. And Jesus once more deeply removed, right? My God, he's gotten a report that Lazarus is dead. Oh, can I, can I just, can I just go here for a second? Oh, thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, I praise you. My God, I glorify you. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And Lazarus was a friend of Jesus. You go to the 11th chapter, read that first part of the verse. Um, and it says, Jesus loved Martha. Oh, come on, y'all. I'm reading this at the Message Bible. This is the fifth verse. It says, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. But oddly, when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed on where he was for two more days. After the two days, he said to his disciples, let's go back to Judea. They said, Rabbi, you can't do that. The Jews are out to kill you and you're going back. Jesus replied, are there not 12 hours of daylight? Ooh, come on now. Anyone who walks in daylight doesn't stumble because there's plenty of light from the sun. Walking at night, he might very well stumble but because he can't see where he's going. Lord, we thank you for your light. We thank you for your light. We thank you, Father God, that your word is a lamp. We thank you, Father God, that you light our path. He said these things. And then announced, he said, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep and I'm going to wake him. Oh, my God, my God. He says, our friend Lazarus. See, this is the this is the amazing part, because the last report that ooh, Jesus had gotten 
about Lazarus was that he was sick. Come on, y'all. And here it is. My God, this is so powerful. Here it is. Jesus is saying, Lazarus has fallen asleep. Oh, my God. He said, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep and I'm going to wake him up. The disciples matters. Master, if he's gone to sleep, he'll get a good rest and wake up, wake up feeling fine. Jesus was talking about death while his disciples thought he was talking about taking a nap. Then Jesus became explicit. Lazarus died. And I'm glad for your sakes that I wasn't there. You're, you're about to be given new grounds for believing. Ooh, come on, Lord. Wake us up this morning. Come on, Lord. Wake us up this morning. Come on, Lord. Breathe on our circumstances. Breathe on our situations. Breathe new life into us. Breathe new life into our marriage. Breathe new life into our children. Ooh, this is set up, baby. This is set up, baby. Ooh, thank you, Lord God. For this divine setup. Thank you, Lord God, for sending your word this morning. We thank you, Lord God, that your word is a light for us. Ooh, come on now. Just find that scripture. Your word is a light and a lamp. He says, He said, then Jesus became explicit. He says, Lazarus died. Oh, Jesus. My God. And I'm glad for your sakes that I wasn't there. Oh my God. My God. He said. You needed to experience this miracle. This is what he, he's talking to the disciples. He said, you get ready to be given new ground for believing. Ooh. Oh, my God. My God. You hear that, little vendor? You hear that, Angela? Come on now. He said, I'm about to give you new ground for believing. Oh, Jesus. I'm too excited. It's bubbling up on the inside of me. He said, I'm about to give you new grounds for believing. My God, Lord, I thank you for new grounds for believing. Woo! That means God about to do something magnificent in your life. That means God is about to do something powerful. He said, I'm about to give you new grounds. Come on, my God. Lord, give me new grounds for believing. My God. He said, I'm about to give you new grounds for believing. Now let's go to him. That's when Thomas, the one called the twin, said to his companions, come along. We might as well die with him. <laughs> they thought they were about to die. They didn't even understand. They didn't understand that they could not die because Jesus had yet to fulfill the prophecy. It was not yet Jesus' time. Oh. They didn't understand the power of who and what they were walking with. My God. So Thomas says, come along. We might as well die with them. When Jesus finally got there, he found Lazarus already four days dead. Ooh, thank you. 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 My God. And some of you are living in what you thought was a dead situation. Can I just say it as the Holy Spirit says to me? My God. There is no situation in your life that's dead. Just watch the power of God in Lazarus' life. It says, Bethany was near Jerusalem, only a couple miles away. And many of the Jews were visiting Martha and Mary, sympathizing with them over their brother. Martha heard Jesus was coming and went out to meet him. Mary remained in the house. Martha said, Master, Come on, y'all. Let your faith get built up today. Martha said, Master, oh, thank you. If you'd been here, my brother wouldn't have died even now. But even now, oh, 
I'm going to pause. I'm going to pause. Let me go back. Let me not rush through that. Lord, I thank you for your power on every dead circumstance and situation in our life. Come on now. Ooh. He said, oh my God, on every dead report, my God, on everything that looks like it's drying up. He says, Martha heard Jesus was coming and went out to meet him. Mary remained in the house. Martha said, Master, if you'd been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Even now, even now, even though it looks like I'm the what's going on inside of me would I would leap right now and tear everything up in this office. I would leap right now and tear what's going on inside of me. I love the word of the Lord. I love God when he brings a right now word. What I could tear, like I want to tear up everything in my office. Oh my God. He says, well, I know. He said, but she said, but even now, <laughs> even, even now, even now, even though it looks dead now, even though he's been laying there now, ooh, can I, can you, even though it's a stinky situation, ooh, come on now, even now, you ought to put an even now on your situation. You ought to put an even now on your situation. She says, even now, I know that whatever you ask God, he will give you. Oh, my God, my God. She said, I know if you, been, you had been here, he would, I know if you would have been present in it. I know if you would have been present in it. I know if you would have been placed in it. I know if you would have been connected to it. I know if you would have been a part of it. It would not have died. Oh, my God. It would not have died. Oh, I feel the Lord about to shake some stuff this morning. My God. Thank you, Lord God. Father God, can we just re be real big and bold? Lord God, forgive us for the stuff. My God, forgive us for not bringing you in our marriage. Forgive us for not bringing you in our purpose. Forgive us, my God, forgive us, Father God, for not attaching you to every part of our life. My God, forgive us for not bringing you in the business. Come on, y'all. Forgive us for not letting the spirit lead us in the places where we need to raise our children. I love this. She says, Master, if you've been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Ooh, if you'd have been present, <laughs> if you'd have been present. He said, my brother wouldn't have died. He said, if you've been here, my brother wouldn't have died. He said, even now I know that whatever you ask God, he will give you. And then this is Jesus emphatically. Ooh. Jesus spoke emphatically. Jesus spoke emphatically. Oh, this is what he said. He said, your brother will be raised up. <laughs> he said, your brother will be raised up. Martha replied, I know that he'd be raised up in resurrection at the end of time. <laughs> Lord, I thank you that we do not have to wait on the end of time. My God, we don't have to wait on the end of time. My God, 
Lord, I thank you for raising our expectations this morning that we don't have to wait on the end of time. I thank you for presenting a new hope in us that we don't have to wait on the end of time. This is what he said. He said, you don't have to wait for the end. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
That's what he says. He says, he says, do you believe? She says, yes, master. All along, I believe that you are Messiah, the son of God who comes into this world. After saying this, she went to her sister Mary and whispered in her ear. The teacher is here and he's asking for you. The teacher, the, the teacher is here and he's asking for you. The teacher is here and he's asking for you. Come on, breathe on us this morning. She said, the teacher, the teacher is here. Kim, the teacher is here and he's asking for you. Shamika, the teacher is here and he's asking for you. The, The teacher Lynette is here and he's asking for you. Tammy, Felicia, the teacher is here and he's asking for you. He says, she says, the teacher is here. And he's asking for you. And he's looking for you. And he's asking for you. God is asking for you. God is asking for you. Come on now. He said, the teacher is here and he is asking for you. The moment she heard that she jumped up and she ran out to him. Jesus had not even entered the town, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. Jesus had not even entered the town yet. He was at the place where Martha met him. He was at the place where faith met him. Oh, my God. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. He said, the teacher is here. This is the moment she heard, she jumped up and ran out to him. Jesus had yet entered the town, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. When her sympathizing Jewish friends saw Mary run off, they followed her, thinking she was on her way to the tomb to weep there. Mary came to where Jesus was waiting and fell at his feet, saying, Master, if only you'd been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her sobbing and the Jews with her sobbing, a deep anger welled up with him. He said, where did you put him? Where did you bury it? Can I tell you what I hear the Lord saying this morning? Where did you bury the situation? What tomb did you lay your hopes in? What tomb did you lay your dreams in? What tomb did you lay your baby in? What tomb did you lay your marriage in? What tomb did you put it in? What tomb, what place did you give up on it? My God, what tomb did you lay? My God, God longs to speak to your situation today. Where did you give up on it? Where did you bury it? Where did you lay it aside? My God, what tomb did you give up on it? What tomb did
did you place it in? My God, I feel the anointing and fire of God. He says, my God. He said, where did you put him? Lord, I thank you that our children will not be given over to drug addiction. I thank you, Lord God, that we will not bury our children at the place of drug addiction. I thank you, Lord God, that we will not bury our hopes and our dreams. I thank you, Lord God, that we will not die with the stuff that has died around us. He said, where did you put him? Where did you put your dreams? Where did you put the vision? He says, Master, come and see. We invite you in this morning, Lord, to come and see. We invite you in this morning, Lord, to come and see. We invite you in this morning, Lord, this morning, to come and see. To come and see the pain. To come and see the hurt. To come see where we laid our dormant dreams. To come see where we became complacent. To come see where we became hardened. To come see where we became barren. We invite you in this morning, Lord, to come and see. We invite you in this Lord, morning, Lord, to come and see our hurt. To come and see our pain. We invite you in this morning, Lord, to come and see. She said, Master, come and see, they said. Now Jesus wept. The Jews said, look how deeply he loved them. Others among them said, well, if he loved them so much, why didn't he do something to keep him from dying? After all, he opened the eyes of a blind man. And I hear some of you saying, if you love me so much, why did you allow that to happen in my life? <laughs> then Jesus, you are not forgotten. Then Jesus, the anger again welling up with him, arrived at the tomb. It was a simple cave in the hillside with a slab of stone laid against it. Jesus said, remove the stone. Jesus said, remove the stone. Lord, I thank you according to your word in Ezekiel. That you remove from us a stony heart. That you give us a a heart of flesh. Remove from us a stony heart and give to us the heart of flesh. 
The sister of the dead man, Martha, said, Master, by this time, there's a stench. He's been dead for four days. Jesus looked her in the eye, said, didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you, Shamika? Didn't I tell you, Olive? Didn't I tell you, Jessica? That my grace is sufficient? My God, <laughs> they removed the stone. Lord, I thank you, my God, that we are removing every dead thing in our life. Everything that we've sown into our life by the flesh. We are removing those things from our life, Father, right now with the name of Jesus. Jesus raised his eyes to heaven and prayed. Father, I'm grateful that you have listened to me. I know you always do listen. But on account of this crowd standing here, I've spoken so that they might believe that you sent me. Lord, confirm the word of your servant. Lord, confirm the word of your servant. Then he shouted to Lazarus. Then he shouted to your dead situation. My, 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 my. Can I just prophesy over the Lazarus? Can I just, whatever the dead situation is in your life, whatever's been dead, my God. And I feel so many of you have had dreams and visions that have been dead for so long. Can I just prophesy? Can I just declare the word over your dead situation? Can I declare the word over your marriage? Can I declare the word over your household? Can I declare the word over your sons and your daughters today? Can we take this word by faith today? Ooh! Can I declare this over your life today? Ooh! Can I say what the word says over your life today? Can I speak boldly over your life today? Then he shouted. Let not one of your children be barren. Will you not revive us so that we can rejoice in you? Will you not revive our sons and our daughters? Let revival break out in our homes. Let revival break out in our hearts. Let revival break out in our marriages. Let revival break out in our dreams and our visions. 
let not one be barren amongst us, Lord. Let not one be barren amongst us, Lord. Not let one, not let not one dead marriage. Let not one of our children be turned over to addiction, Lord. Let not one of our prayers go to waste, Lord. Let your healing manifesting power be present in our lives today. <laughs> Let not one of us be broke, be impoverished. Let not one of us be without your presence. Let not one of our children be turned over to a reprobate mind. Seal us in your love today, Lord God. Woo! Let not one of us be barren today. And then he shouted. Ooh! I dare you to shout at addiction. I dare you to shout this morning. Drugs, you will not have authority over our babies. Heroin, bars, my God, syrup, whatever it is they use in these days. Ativan, you will not have authority over our children. Lazarus. Whatever your dead situation is. Whatever it looks like is dying in your life. Jaden, Jaleel, Jermaine. Your purpose, your dreams, your visions. Your purpose, your dreams, your visions. My God, your purpose, your dreams, your visions. after today, your life will never be the same again. Your, your life will never be the same again. I prophesy your health will never be the same again. I prophesy your marriage will never be the same again. I prophesy, <coughs> I prophesy your life will never be the same again. I need to speak to your dreams and your visions. I need to speak to your dreams and your visions. I need to declare over your dreams and your visions. 
I need to declare over your purpose. I need to declare over your household today. Come out. Let you be so stirred up in the word that you will never be the same again. That you will never lay dormant again. That you will never roll the stone over your purpose, over your dreams, over your visions, over the desires for your family. My God, in the name of Jesus, that you'll never ever roll a stone over what you've been believing God for. Over your, you'll never roll a stone over it again. That you will stay fervency in prayer. That you will pray till revival breaks out. That you will pray till you see your sons and daughters come home. That you will pray, my God, until you see every circumstance and every situation break in your life. And then the word says, he came out a cadaver. He came out a cadaver. He came out looking dead. Wrapped up from head to toe. Mm. I prophesy resources over your life. I prophesy prosperity over your life. I prophesy divine connections over your life. I prophesy that the east wind blow in your favor. I prophesy that the west wind judge every circumstance and situation that has kept you limited and kept you bound. I decree and declare, my God, my God, God's perfect will over your life. Jesus told them, <laughs> unwrap him. And let him loose. And then Jesus told him, unwrap him and let him loose. Can I read you the next little part of the verse? <laughs> and then we're going to get out of here. We still got to do our confessions. Our confessions are locking and changing our lives. Can I just, can I, can I give you the last part of the verse? The next part of the verse says that this was a turning point. Oh, Lord, I thank you. This is the turning point. The next part of the verse says that this was a turning point for many of those that were with Mary. I decree and declare over your life that this is your turning point. They saw what Jesus did and they believed him. <laughs> I decree and declare over your life that this is your turning point. <laughs> I prophesy over your life that this is the turning point. Can I declare, can I do that Holy Spirit? Will y'all just give me a few more minutes to declare favor over you today? Can I declare the word of God over you today? Oh, my, my God. I decree and declare that this is your turning point. Ooh, I decree and declare that you take a stance in that today. That this is my turning point. 
Can I declare favor over your life? Will y'all just give me just a few minutes just to declare the word of God over your life? And then we'll, we'll, we'll put our confessions in the air together. My God will prophesy over one and another together. <laughs> Woo! He said for many, this was the turning point for many of those Jews who were with Mary. <laughs> this is the turning, turning point for many of you who believe with Lakeisha. <laughs> My God, can I prophesy over your life today? Can I confess favor over your life today? Will you receive the word that I prophesy over your life today? My God, I know why you gave me this now, Lord. According to Daniel 1 and now, now God has called all the officials to show favor and sympathy. My God, to you and all of your partners. Come on now. The, by now, God has called all the officials to show. God is calling all officials to show favor and sympathy to you. According to 1 Samuel 15 and 22, favor is producing recognition even when you are the least likely to receive it. Even when it looks like your name is not going to be said or called. Favor, it favor the favor of God, the unmerited favor of God is manifesting in your life today. It's going to produce for you. It's going to, it's going to, even when you least likely receive it, even when it looks like you're not going to be the first in line, even when it looks like you're not going to be chosen for the position, even when it looks like they're saying no to the building, I thank you for the keys on 18th of May, even when you least likely receive it, favor, favor is going to give you the same recognition found in 1 Samuel 15 and 22, Esther 2 and 17, favor Produces prominence and preferential treatment in your life. Favor is going to give you prominence and preferential treatment. Well, Lakeisha, what if all of us are saying that? That's fine. We often have prominence and preferential treatment. My prominence and preferential treatment has nothing to do with your prominence and preferential treatment. We're going to be all prominent and preferential retreated together. <laughs> Favor produces honor in the midst of your adversaries. <laughs> You're going to have favor and you're going to have honor with your adversaries. You're going to have favor and you're going to have honor with those that come against you. That's why today you're going to learn how to close your mouth. Say, I'm going to learn how to close my mouth. Psalms 37 says, fret not, th not thyself against evildoers. I'm not going to worry about what they're doing. I'm not going to worry about what they're saying. Because even in the middle of my adversaries, he's about to give me favor. As a matter of fact, he's going to make your enemy your footstool. <laughs> I decree and declare today in your life that your enemy becomes your footstool. I, I prophesy over your life that your enemy is going to become your footstool. <laughs> that your enemy, that those that plot against you, that those that plan against you, that those that hate on your favor, that they're going to become your footstool. Do you know what it means when someone is your footstool? That means you'll be able to step up. <laughs> oh, my God, I thank you, Lord God. I thank you in the name of Jesus that favor produces great victories in the midst of great impossibilities. When it seems like it's impossible, God will go to work. <laughs> When it seems like it's impossible, God will go to work. <laughs> My God. Favor. That's Esther. You can use Esther 5 and 8. Esther 8 and 5. Favor causes policies, rules, regulations, 
and laws to be changed and reversed to your favor. Favor is you don't have to do it. You don't have to make it happen. You don't have to manipulate it. You don't have to lie. No, favor causes policies, rules, regulations, and laws to be changed and reversed on your behalf. I decree and declare that you have favor with God and favor with man. Lord, I thank you for favor with you and favor with man. And Lakeisha called on the God of Israel saying, Lord, that you would bless us indeed, that you would enlarge our territory, that your hand would be with us, that you would keep us from evil, that we may not cause pain. And God has granted us what we have requested. Lord, I thank you for the favor of God over our life. I thank you that there is no circumstance or situation greater than you. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's get our confessions in. Let's get our confessions in. I decree decree and declare favor over our life today in the name of Jesus. Hold on to those confessions. Hold on to those, those confessions. My God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, I praise you. My God. Parsha. I'm speaking favor over your womb, woman of God. I decree and declare favor in your womb. (laughs) I declare that your womb will never be barren again. I thank you there is a life-giving seed in your womb in the name of Jesus. Come on now. Let's get our confessions in. I'm a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. I've died and I've been raised with Christ. And now I'm seated in heavenly places. I'm dead to sin and alive unto righteousness. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. But every tongue that rises against me in judgment, I shall show to be in the wrong. I prosper in everything I put my hands to. Woo! I have prosperity in all areas of my life. Spiritually, financially, mentally, and socially. I take every thought captive Unto the obedience of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for every person on this devotional that needs to experience your healer. The healer is here. I thank you. You were wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, chastised for our peace, and by your stripes we are healed. And we stand in faith according to your word. My God, that all manner of sickness and disease, no plague shall come near our dwelling. And by your stripes we are healed. In Jesus' name, amen. I can't touch you. But he said, if you lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. So I'm laying my hands on these screens as a point of contact for your healing. I felt him come in. The healer is here. I bind every mental attack. I circle their minds in the blood of Jesus. And I thank you, Father God, that the healer is here, that you are healing right now in the name of Jesus. Yeah, I received that for Rachel's womb as well. My God, I thank you, Father God. It says, I take every thought captive unto the obedience of Jesus Christ, casting down every imagination, 
every high and lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Therefore, all my thoughts are positive. I do not allow Satan to use my spirit as a garbage dump by meditating on negative things that he offers me. I don't speak negative things on purpose that my mouth shall not transgress. I will speak forth the righteousness of God all day long. I, I never bind a sister or brother with the words of my mouth. I'm always a positive encouragement. I edify and build up. I never tear down or destroy. I'm a believer, not a doubter. I'm slow to speak, quick to hear, and slow to anger. I'm a doer of the word. I meditate on the word all day long. I will study the word of God. I will pray. I never get tired or go weary. Ooh, thank you, healer. Thank you, healer. When I study the word of God, pray, minister, or praise God. But I'm alert and full of energy. And as I study, I become more alert and more energized. I'm a giver. It is more blessed to give than receive. I love to give. I have plenty of money to give away all the time. I cast all my care on the Lord, for he cares for me. I don't have a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. I do not fear, and I'm not guilty. I'm not passive about anything, but I deal with all things in my life immediately. I do not judge my brother and sisters in Christ Jesus after the flesh. I'm a spiritual man, and I'm judged by no one. I operate in all the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which are tongues and interpretation of tongues, the working of miracles, discerning of spirits, the word of faith, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, healing, and prophecy. I walk in the Spirit all the time. I've been set free. I'm free to love, to worship, to trust, with no fear of rejection or being hurt. I have compassion and understanding for all people. I do not hate or walk in unforgiveness. I catch the enemy in all his deceitful lies. I cast them down and choose rather to believe the word of God. Work is good. I enjoy work. Ooh, thank you, Lord. I do all my work excellently and with great prudence, making the most of all my time. I'm a responsible person. I enjoy responsibility. And I rise to every responsibility in Jesus. I'm creative because the Holy Spirit lives in me. I take good care of my body. I eat right. Yeah, receive your healing from anxiety. Thank you, Lord. I look good. I feel good. And I weigh what God wants me to weigh. Pain cannot successfully come against my body because Jesus bore all my pain. I lay hands on the sick and they recover. I have a teachable spirit. I do not think more highly of myself than I ought to in the flesh. I've humbled myself, and God has exalted me. I do what I say I will do, and I get where I'm going on time. I don't hurry or rush. I do one thing at a time. I'm anointed of God for ministry. I'm an obedient wife, and no rebellion operates in me. My husband is wise. He is the king and priest of our home. He makes godly decisions. All my children have lots of Christian friends, and God has set aside a Christian wife or a husband for each of them. My children love to pray and study the Word of God. They openly and boldly praise God. My children make right choices according to the Word of God. All my household are blessed in their deeds, blessed when they come in and when, when they go out. All that I own is paid for, and I know, oh, no man, nothing but to love him. 
I have an instruction for those of all of you that are dealing with prodigal sons and daughters, right? Your sons and daughters have strayed from the Lord. I have an instruction for you today. Um, go read the story in all the versions, all the versions you can. Read it in the message, read it in the ESV, read it in the NIV and the NLT. Go read every a story on um, the prodigal son and daughter and ask the Lord to minister to you through the story. One of the significant things you need to recognize and understand was the father was looking for his son or daughter to return. You have to be looking and expecting your sons and daughters to return. So go read that scripture to build up your faith so that you can begin to look for your sons and your daughters to come home. You're going to have to build up your faith in that area. Too many of us have rolled a stone over our children who seem like they're so far from the Lord. We're not going to roll the stone over our children who seem like they're so far from the Lord. We're going to take the word. We're going to meditate the word. We're going to build our faith up so that we can start looking for our sons and daughters to come home. See, culturally, had he not been expecting him to come home in the village, what the people were supposed to do because of what he did, he was actually supposed to be stoned. So you got to know the history to this. He was supposed to be stoned. So the father had to be an expectant every day for him to come home because he was able to get to him and embrace him before the people in the village stoned him. So receive that word, um, get that word, meditate on that word. Two things. Um, if the Lord places it on your heart to partner with this ministry, to give into this ministry, go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com and give there or cash app us, dollar sign LMJ ministry. And make sure that when you're giving, if you cash app us, make sure we get your email address. You can put it in the tagline because we want to, we like to give you credit. <laughs> you might not want the credit, but we like to give you credit. So make sure we have your current information. If the Lord places it on your heart to sow into this ministry, you can go to the website and find out all the ways that we're responsible with the, the money that we have come in. You can find out more about us and our beliefs on the website. It's all on the website. Go over there to the website and give. Um, my second thing to you is, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is where it begins. This is your moment. This is how you wake up. This is the change. If this is the moment, if you feel something in your heart and you're like, you know what, I need to make this statement. This is the day that I need to make Jesus Christ Lord and Savior. Just repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I know I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm asking you to come into my heart and to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you as best as I can. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. And God promises him that comes to him, he'll no way cast out. And whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord, he will be saved. If you receive this prayer of salvation and made your statement of faith, we would love to connect with you. Please email us at info at justbeinglmj.com. This is your turning point. I declare that your life will never be the same again.
I decree and declare that our lives will never be the same again. Your marriage, everything attached to you, that you will experience the resurrecting power of Jesus Christ over your life. There is such an anointing. <laughs> Can I say that? Yes, thank you, Lord. There's such an anointing on this word today. I hope that you receive this today. Lord, I thank you for a fresh wind blowing on us today. In Jesus' name, amen. I love y'all. Back in the morning at 5 a.m. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let somebody else experience the love of God through you. That's kingdom, baby. That's kingdom, baby. Go let somebody else experience the love of God through you. That's kingdom. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.